Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, bringing forth his fruits in his season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Good morning. This is Wellspring of Hope daily devotional high points. I am Mike Oluwatobe. Today, I'll be sharing some high points from the daily devotional of today. Speaking about our life with God. It is your day today. Yes, it's your day. It is your day of discovery. And your day of discovery is the day that you take advantage of the blessings of God in your life. When we say it is your day, today, what we mean is that the day you discover the truth, the day, that same day, take advantage of the full blessings of Abraham in your life. And the moment you have the light, you have access to your inheritance. And now we are saying, in this day, you have got to make a choice. A choice to live for God. A choice to live for God. Looking at the devotional this morning, the writer looks at the life of man, try to look at the essence of life and what God will expect from his children. When we view life, what do you make out of it? What is your own view about life? Or sometimes you wonder why a man live, living and serving God is taken away to be with the Lord and some wicked men live longer into old age. Of course, we have some righteous men who live longer too. And we have some wicked men who are also cut short. But looking at the old scenario, you wonder if living long is actually a blessing from God. Or something that just happened to any man at any time. So the first point to note is to question the essence of life. The one who asks questions seek for answer. The one who asks genuine questions, right questions, get the right answer and make such a person more wiser in dealing with the issues of life. But what did we discover? What did the writer discover? He discovered that life is a gift. Yes. Every day that you live is a gift from God. We have had people say all manner of things. Eat this kind of food. 
take this time of time to rest. Rest well, eat well, do this right, do that right. Sometimes they tend to pretend as if their living is dependent solely on what they do. No matter what a man does, there are men who have followed even more stricter protocols and yet they are cut off with one disease or the other. So life is a gift and the one who gives the gift is the God Almighty. That is the second high point you have to keep in your mind. Life is a gift and the one who gives it is the God Almighty. And our God who gave this life gave it on purpose. Everything he created, he created them on purpose. And he had also created man for a purpose. He sent his only begotten son Jesus to die for us for a purpose. And so, if we must live and make good use of the gift of life that we receive today, then we must seek how to fulfill his purpose. The number three point is that life and whatsoever you accumulate in it, thus what you accumulate is not what makes you. What you accumulate is not what makes you. You could desire to have a lot of things, have houses, have cars, have thriving businesses. It's all good and legitimate. But all that does not make your life. All that does not make your life. What makes life is living for the purpose of God. So, you could accumulate it. Several people have done that. Accumulated riches. And yet, labored so, you know, they labored so hard to put those things together. And yet, after they have done all that, they are taken away from this world. And someone who never knew how he had labored to put those things together, whether as the child of the person or somebody else takes over the whole labor. Sometimes they spend it and squander it. They waste it. And that's to tell you that the life of man does not consist of what he possesses. And so we must take note of that. So what did the scripture say? In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and verse 13 and 14, what has the scripture admonished us? Except for the love of Christ constrained us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we are all dead. And that he died for all, that they which live should henceforth live, should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. In the previous verse, Paul was speaking there that whether we are beside ourselves, that is, whether we are mad, 
is for the purpose of Christ. Whether we are sober, talking to the Corinthian church, he said, it's because of you. He said, just because this love of God has constrained us, has brought us to a, to a life. He had, he had brought us to a focused life, a life that cannot be diluted with any other thing. And that life is to be lived for his purpose. Because if he died for us, then we also is we are also expected to live for him. If we are not living for him, then we have made his death for us a waste. He died giving us the gift of life. He died so that we can have the opportunity of securing our eternal life and eternity with God. He died so that we can live once again, giving us the second chance to live to fulfill God's will and plan in this earth. So, this one secret that must be open unto us is that love of God that constrains. Now, when we are talking about something constraining, we are actually saying, in the midst of several choices, when the love of God beams in our heart, by the reason of the love of God in our heart, we are able to make choice for God. You remember Joseph, when he was offered, the wife of Potiphar, offered him a pleasure for to, to steal his future. He made a choice. He said, how can I do such a thing? sin against God he said I will never do such of course he went to the prison but his destiny was secure the love of God in the heart of Joseph constrained him he wouldn't mind suffering for as long as he will retain his love and his place with God that is what we mean when we talk about being constrained we are constrained we will have done something else but for the love of God we refuse to do it that is the love of God that constrains and that is the kind of love that must rule our heart it's a secret it's a secret yesterday we shared talking about the fact that the secret of the law is what makes great a, 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 a people to everyone that God opened the secret, greatness attends to them. If you don't know what the will of God is, if you don't know what his desire is, you cannot serve him correctly. So, and one of the secrets is what we are sharing with you in the devotional of today. This love of God that constrains us, it gives us a focused life, it gives us a right way of pursuit. And so, the clamor for material things must end. Of course, you must live life, you must pursue your goals, but your goals must be found in the purpose of God for your life. 
purpose, your, your, your pursuit must be found in the purpose of God for your life. So the writer asked you, said, that academic breakthrough that you desire, to what end is it? Is it to your pride and honor? Or to make an opportunity to establish Christ and his kingdom? The same question goes to a minister of God, minister of the gospel. For which desire, for what purpose do you desire the anointing? The one that seeks financial breakthrough also. To what purpose? The one that seeks business breakthrough. To what purpose? The one that seeks marital stability. To what purpose? Whatever you desire in life. They are good and legitimate. God wants you to have them. But there is one question you must ask behind you, your mind. To what purpose? To what end? And I ask them, have you been constrained by the love of God? Has the love of God become the place where you see your desire? Meditate on this this morning or this afternoon or in the night whichever this message may have found you and yield completely to his love. It will preserve your life from sudden destruction and make you live beyond this world. There are some who have gone to be with the Lord in glory and yet their life are still impacting people till today. Some did not write a book books have been written about their lives and the truth that they preach. They are still living among us today, though they are not physically present anymore. Men like Kenneth Egan, men like Sidney Gusworth, who never wrote a book, and yet several books have been written in his account. And they have, what have been written about him has inspired men. The choice is yours today. Lord is at hand. Always remember, live prepared. If you are not born again, ask Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior now. Now, here is the conclusion. He has given you another day. In whatever condition of life you find yourself, ask him to reveal to you his purpose for your life and to guide you by his spirit to fulfill that purpose today. I assure you that this will turn your life around. It will make your entire life meaningful and worth living. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Till I come your way tomorrow, Mike Oluwatobi says, Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen.